Hey, one thing I'm really, 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 really good at is manifesting. I have manifested stuff for my career. I have manifested love relationship. I have manifested health. I have manifested gobs of money. I have manifested forming a family. These are some of the areas that I have had powerful manifestation experiences that have just (laughs) cracked me up. And I am really excited to share with you how you might manifest things that you desire in your life. You are listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thanks for tuning in. By the time I was 12, I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. By the time I was 12, I had a really close relationship with my guardian angels and God. That's not the part. Um, And so when I wanted things, I would get them. I I really knew I was spoiled. And I really believe we're all spoiled by God. I think God spoils every one of us. You just have to see how it all works. God will give us whatever we want but we need to be clear on what it is we want, right? So there I was, 12, and I, this is the part I can't believe I'm going to admit, sometimes I would bargain with God. Listen, if you give me this, then I will do that for you. Listen, I don't recommend this, but but I did it all the same. There was a transistor radio, and it was part of this raffle. And I was like, listen, I really, really, really want to get this, and I want to give it to a teacher. Because the teacher did after school work and had mentioned something in passing about wouldn't it be great to have a radio or something to listen to while I graded the papers. And I adored this teacher. And so I was like, God, guardian angels, help me. If I can win this, then I will give it away. It's not really for me. It's for me to pass along. So please, please. And as soon as I asked, I let it go. And I, this is important, I believed from that moment on that I was going to be given that. And then I saw myself, literally saw myself handing it to the teacher. So of course I won the raffle. Now, when I went to give it to the teacher, he was mortified. I can't take this. I can't take this. I said, no, you have to take this. I bargained with God on this one. I bargained with God. So he did take it. I don't know how he feels about that if he's listening, but it was a great experience on countless levels on some levels of like, when I want things from the universe or God, when I want things from the universe, um, I can get them. I think we all can. Uh, and I don't have to just ask for things for myself. I can also ask for things for other people, or I can be the conduit to which those things go to other people. And it also taught me the importance of working with the angelic and upper realms, um, God and my angels to get what I wanted. <laughs> so it just is um, a nice little illustration on how at 12, I was very adept at manifesting. <laughs> I must confess, I have not listened or read any books on manifesting or co-creation or anything like that. Because I do what works for me, and I, <laughs> I don't want to get pulled outside of that. But um, I, I'll, I think after I do this episode, I might actually do research to go, what are other people doing? What are they saying? What are they recommending for it? Um, because then I'd like to know, where does it overlap? Because these are, you know, maybe they're secrets of the cosmos. I don't know. But they're experiences that you can tap into the more... Uh, you tap into your soul awareness. <laughs> you know me, I'm going to promote my stuff. The more you tap into kind of how the universe works on these subtle levels, the more you can unfold the some of the mysteries that shouldn't really be mysteries because they're available to all of us. So I just wanted to say um, some of what you hear here, you might have heard elsewhere. Uh, I'm just telling you my way that I've kind of learned through my own unfolding and my own kind of playing with it, if you will. Like, right, does this work this way or does it work that way? So we're excited. I'm excited. Here we go. Okay, the basis of manifesting. 
or co-creating, if you will, has to do with you knowing what it is you desire and you believing that it's going to happen or that it's going to come. And then you let it go. That's it in a nutshell. Truly. Remember before when I was saying that I think a lot of our co-creation and manifesting, if, if it came out of any chakra or was empowered or backed by any chakra, it's the solar plexus because that's our personal power. But it is also our self-esteem. So if at any point that you go, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to get this or, oh, I don't deserve it or, oh, you know, it's not really what I want, maybe, then those are red flags because you really don't want it then, right? And also to keep your self-esteem out of it. This is not about you being worthy. Everybody's worthy to have utter abundance and everything that makes them happy or whatever they want in their life. This is, you're getting something does not diminish the fact that someone else might get it, all right? This is this is not that. that, that has no space in here. So manifesting really is very simple. Know what you want, put it out that that's what you want, image, see yourself getting it and wait it out right? And don't give it another thought. And any thought that comes to your mind about what it is you're after, see it coming to you, see it coming to you, see it coming to you, and then let it go. Think of other things, do other things. That's it in a nutshell. Now I'll break it down even further. So (laughs) I want to tell you that sometimes manifesting occurs instantaneously with the outcome. Sometimes manifesting occurs with uh, something that takes over, it takes time for it to unfold. And then I also want to discuss with you that sometimes manifesting involves being participatory and other times you don't have to be participatory at all or barely. And then I want to talk about manifesting on your own versus manifesting with someone else. And then um, throughout there, all that, I'm going to give you some examples, I'm sure. But then I'm going to talk to you about the, you know me, I'm going to get into the energy, the frequency of manifesting. All right, this should be fun. One time, my friend Russ was visiting me where I live. I live in quite a resort community. And we were walking along through downtown. And he was asking all sorts of questions about the place that I had lived in for years. (laughs) But I didn't know the answers. And we were like, God, you know what we really need? We need a map. And we said it firmly and strong. Like we projected it out of ourselves to the universe. And about, mm, I'd say, 10 steps further among the throng of people that were on the sidewalk with us, there at our feet was a map, exactly what we needed. (laughs) Isn't that great? Now, listen, while we were together, we were talking about manifesting and everything through the course of this visit that he paid me. My friends and I always get into these spirit conversations and, you know, metaphysical conversations. And so we just laughed and laughed. We picked up the map and we just laughed and laughed. This is a great story to illustrate how things can happen instantaneously when you put it out there. We both knew we needed it and we both stated really out. We need a map. We didn't say, oh, we've got to go buy a map. We said, we need a map. Boom. There it was. Sometimes when we project if you will, and throw it out to the universe. This is what I need. Things can happen pretty instantaneously. I'll give you another example. But before I get on to that next story, I do have to say I reached out to Russ and we were laughing and laughing. I barely had to tell him what I was. I said, Russ, I want to tell about our favorite manifestation story. And he started laughing because he knew exactly what I meant because we were both floored by it. And in his recall, he had been looking ahead on the sidewalk way ahead of us and didn't see the map at all. And then we said we need a map. And it was like the thing materialized out of thin air. It was all of a sudden there, the few steps ahead. was pretty outlandish and we just had a good roar over it all. I like the map story because it was pretty instantaneous and the map was free. 
This next story, the thing was not free, but what it was, was I was setting up my practice, my spiritual psychic practice reads and everything and energy work and Reiki teacher master and all that stuff. And I needed to set up my business in two different ways. This had to happen. One, I had pitched to spirit saying, okay, okay, I'll do this work, but I really need to know how to run a business. And don't forget the call came to me about being the office manager at a, at an operation where it was a single woman running her healing business, right? So that was, that manifested, that came with the help of spirit. Spirit's always helping with manifesting. This is something else I'll get into. But here I was on this other story I want to tell you about is I was setting up my office space. So I needed to have some, you know, goofy things. I wanted a really cool pen holder and I wanted a card catalog and I didn't want a plastic one. I didn't want to go to the local wherever business office supply store and get a plastic one. I wanted a really cool one. And so I put it out to the universe and I said, I didn't want to spend a lot of money, <laughs> you know, cause I was just starting the business and I didn't have a lot to spend and I didn't want to spend a lot anyway. So I was driving along and now pay attention because this is the next part of manifesting. I was driving along and all of a sudden I got this hit. I heard a voice say, stop, turn into that um, yard sale. I was passing a yard sale and, and I heard a voice inside my thoughts that sounded like my own, sort of, but not really, say, turn, stop, turn and go to that yard sale, go to the yard sale. So I it followed it immediately. Now, this is what you have to do when you put these wishes, these desires out to the universe, the universe is going to respond and it's co-creation, right? I didn't have to go, oh, I'm going to go looking for the, you know, the little um, supplies. I just, wow, look at me. Do you see me? I'm like, spirit is like coming in. Okay. So I'm going to let spirit go. So what the deal is, is when you co-create, we join you and join forces, but you have to listen to us. So every inkling, every hint, every kind of thought that seems to be seemingly out of nowhere is actually, tune. if you tune in, you can recognize that it's from spirit, okay? You can even close your eyes, put your hands on your heart like Constance has always told you to say, and then say, who's talk, telling me this? Who's telling me this? You might hear guides, angels, God, loved one, who not, on the other side, right? So this is an opportunity for soul's growth on countless levels. Not only are you co-creating and manifesting, but you're also working with spirit to let these gifts come to you. Come back to me. Okay. So the cool thing is then is when this happens, we build rapport with spirit and we learn to lean on spirit um, because we work with them, you know, especially if what we're asking for is for a greater good, not just for ourselves, which is good enough and fine enough, doesn't have to go any further than that. But if you're actually doing something like I was starting a business where I was going to do work for others or whatever, listen, every business is work for others, right? It doesn't matter if you're cleaning houses, that's still working for others. So anyway, I pull over into the yard sale and I get that magnetic pull, right? of clear sensation pulling me over to a particular table. There were like five tables, big, long tables. And I was like, listen, I don't have a lot of time. I'm telling this to spirit while I'm looking around and I'm looking, looking, and I feel this pull over to a particular table. So I'm looking around, looking around and spirits like, do you see it? Do you see it? So this is a voice in my head going, do you see it? And I'm looking around and I see this mother Mary planter. It's really small white. Now, listen, I'm a mother Mary fan of me. I've told you my story. She appeared to me and everything. Love her. And I'm like, you mean the planter and spirits like, no pen holder. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Yes, you're right. I can hold it for a pen. And then spirits like, we're not done. We're not done. And I look on the table with my eyes. Cause I'm looking around now going, what do you want me to see? What do you want me to see? And I'm telling that directing that thought to spirit and spirit says, look, look, and I see this beautiful wooden box, beautiful, long, rectangular wooden box opens up on a hinge and I open it up and there are all these index cards 
and it's alphabetized. So this is where I can keep track of my clients. I can keep track of the, the classes they took with me, the appointments they had, their contact information. Now this was well before computer <laughs> extravaganza, right? This was the most remarkable, beautiful gift. I was like, thank you, thank you, spirit. Listen, these were dirt cheap. Can't remember how much I paid, but this was perfect. I totally was so grateful. So this is manifesting too, but what happens is it's gifts from the heavens, yeah? So that is why I went through all the Claire's and the empathic connection stuff was so that you can learn how psychic communication, how soul communication works through your soul awareness, because spirit will prompt you if it's something that is not as instantaneous as the map. And it's something that spirit's trying to lead you to. So you can just have a great, it's like, it's like hide and seek. It's so fabulously fun. I have to tell you, you're going to love this. Um, spirit sometimes has to line up when your gift is something that, you know, kind of has to be built up upon. Sometimes there might be um, hits that you get or inclinations or promptings or inspirations, right? You might hear voices in your head or feel a pull or just have claircognizance, like a knowing, like, oh, I have to go there. I have to see this or I have to do that. You'll people will line up or, you know, spirits are going to line up people, circumstances, events, ideas will flow to you. And all of these might take time and it might be a progression that finally gets you to what you want. You know, <laughs> Constance, to have that best-selling book, you actually have to write that book. And I'm saying, yeah, but spirit, I don't want to write the book. I have all the ideas. I want someone to interview me and they can write the book and I can double check it because I want to do this podcast, but maybe they want to get paid to write the book or they want money off of the book sales. So this is what I'm manifesting now. Look at, I can't even believe I told you that, but this is what I'm saying. So that is like, you know, the, the being on the New York Times bestsellers list, you have to write the book. <laughs> so some of this stuff manifesting takes effort on your part. And it takes a lineup from spirit, the right agents and all this stuff. That's just an example. <laughs> okay. Now I want to tell you a couple of scenarios where the manifesting has occurred over time. These are moments where I would not take whatever was being told to me as the answer. I was like, no, 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 no. This is what I'm going to do in this time span. Okay. So, you know, I've struggled with health issues. Listen, it's all about getting in my body. And as soon as I sort out like, well, what do you, how fast do you really want this to resolve? Then I can really work it. But in particular, when I got, I found out that I had Bartonella, which is a tick-borne illness. May you never have to experience it. I was told that it's going to be a year plus of treatments and supplements and all this kind of stuff and eating certain ways and because of the supplement timing, you know, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I could go to this clinic or that clinic or do that treatment or this treatment. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, hell no, this is not going to be over a year. Oh, hell no. I am going to clear this and the other tick-borne illnesses out of my body in four months. Now, I said that to no one other than my God and myself and the cosmos and my body. I said, no, we're, I'm going to do this for four months and it's going to be gone. Now, big lesson here. Why didn't I tell anybody? Because I would have gotten eye rolls or their opinion. You know, I already got the doctor's opinion. They're like, listen, this is going to take over a year. It takes a couple of years to clear or whatever, an hour, a year and a half or whatever they were saying. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm clearing this out in four months. Do you know <laughs> it was exactly four months? The doctors that worked on me, and I mean Bartonella specialists, like the world's most pronounced Bartonella specialist, was like, Wow. That was fast. Okay, so here's these other supplements to take to just, you know, keep everything good. And I was like, fine, no problem. But it was really remarkable, but not so much to me because I knew, right? I was adamant with my decision. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is going to be gone in four months. I don't have the time. I don't want to take the time. No way, man. I, I want my life back. So, well, that was pretty cool. 
Now, I have to tell you, the reason why the doctors thought the Bartonella case was going to be beyond what is normally considered recovery time for Bartonella was because it had gotten into my brain. And so it had crossed the blood-brain barrier, and I was having, um, <laughs> like I am now, little blips of word grasping, and, you know, I would put... <laughs> I would put stuff from the that goes in the refrigerator. I'd put it back in the cupboard, like this kind of stuff I've been dealing with. So my case of Bartonella was really um, extreme, which was why they thought it would take longer. But that's when I was like, no, 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 I don't. There's, there's no way. And um, yeah, and I've done the same with mercury poisoning. Like. <laughs> Must have been a ton of swordfish that I used to eat all the time. Sorry, sword fishermen, fisher people. Um, and also lead, which we have no clue where I got lead. Maybe it was the lipstick all those years in college. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, point being, I'm working on shortening the length and the duration of doing the detoxing from these other heavy metals. And so um, we'll see how that goes because I was told I needed chelation therapy and I was like, oh, hell no, 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 no. I'm going to use this pectin stuff and have it go really quick. And it's it's going pretty darn quick. The doctors are impressed. So this is a good thing that I want to teach you about that manifesting a time element, which is not necessarily something you'd think about but you can work with time and manifesting. Now, I did have to take the medicines for getting rid of the tick-borne illnesses. So I was on antibiotics and herbal remedies and gut health medicine. So I had to monitor eating because some were without food or with food. So I had to be active participant towards the end result of the time span, but it was still my time span, not what the world might say the effort that's going to be needed or the time span that's going to be needed for you to get this outcome desire that you want, right? Um, yeah, just to mention that one. And I, and I did the same with our international adoption of our children. My husband and I chose to do international adoption. And... Um, <laughs> Oh my God, uh, I was told the process could take six plus months. Um, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. In my mind, I said, no, no, we're going to do this and have them, you know, after the summer. I knew it was going to be four months. In my mind, I said, you know what, I'm, we're going to, I'm going to do this in four months. Oh, I, I had to do all the paperwork, all the approvals, all the, hoops that you have to jump through to um, have an adoption come through. But I have to tell you, from meeting the kids to bringing them home, it was four months. It was, it was the adoption agency was like, wow, what the heck, man? You guys, this is like the fastest adoption on record. I was like, yep, yep. I don't know what it is with me in four months, but <laughs> I just, yeah, I just couldn't wait to get them home. I'm telling you these two stories about working with time, manifesting a time thing, because I just want to tell you that, you know, they're really, the only limits are the limitations that you put on manifesting. And really, truly, I didn't share this stuff even with my husband. I didn't share with anybody. Now, I'm going to tell you already why that is. Um, no, I'll wait till the end. All right. So, the biggest thing is to hold it in your mind, see it, feel it, experience it wholeheartedly in your imagination. I just knew it was going to just go. It was going to go. It was going to go. And every time I had to make a phone call that might have been a little blip or something that could have been time consuming, I was like, nope, this is going to work. This is going to work. This is going to work. Life is, what do they say, 90% attitude? I definitely would agree with that. But I also think it's, um, you know, you put out the positive vibe and the manifesting vibe. And if you firmly believe it and don't doubt it, it will come back to you. The universe bows. So sometimes when you go to manifest something, the receiving can either be instantaneous or it can happen over time, but this just happens. Now, in my experience, I've found that sometimes it uh, takes time because things need to line up, right? The right people have to get to the right spot or whatever. 
I remember um, various times in my life where I <laughs> went to manifest things, like even my office space, which is glamorous. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it. Um, and spirit kept saying, look at that space, look at that space. And I was like looking at all these other spaces the realtor was lining up. And I was like, no, no, I'm not looking at that space. That space is crappy and run down. And I don't want that space. <laughs> and spirit's like, look at that space. And so meanwhile, in my mind, I'm manifesting like I want a space that I could have a treatment room, an office, a workshop space, you know, this, that, and the other, you know, I need bathrooms. I want a kitchen in case I do. <laughs> workshops that are day long or weekend long or, you know, week long or whatever. I want to be able to house other guest speakers if I want to, stuff like this. So spirits like, look at that house, look at that house. So ends up that I looked at all the other spaces, put in offers on all the other spaces and one almost came through, but then it fell through. And finally I was like, okay, I'm going to look at that space. <laughs> I looked at the space and then I looked at the space and then I looked through God's eyes at the space. And I was, it had it, it, visions impressed upon my heart mind about what it could be, what it was meant to be and why it was the space. So I got the space, uh, had to rework it. Uh, it. It's beautiful and marvelous and perfect. And I cried with God going, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I disbelieved you. I argue with God all the time. You know, I'm like, are you sure? Did you know this, that other thing? But I'm saying the manifesting of my workspace took time because I held it off at bay, but it also took time because it needed to be rejigged, but the money was there. So it all happened and it's a gorgeous space and I, and I use it well when I'm working. So sometimes, you know, we have to be participatory in what we want as the end result. I, you know, had to, pick color schemes and all that stuff, but then it was exactly how I wanted it. Right. So that worked out really well. Sometimes, um, it takes time and it involves our participation because there's some soul growth that's going to occur in it. Um, and so this is important to note that if, uh, sometimes things, you know, take a while. Maybe it's because you're supposed to be active in the culmination um, of it. I know I'm speaking a little vague. I'm asking spirit about that. But what spirit says is then you get a, you know, it is joyful when we get a help in the co-creation and we see it coming and we follow every impulse to act, then we get a, we giggle, you know, we get a join in the joy of the co-creation and manifestation. Now, there are other times when we don't have to be participatory at all, uh, you know, where all of a sudden it just shows up for us. And, um, and then, then it's, uh, okay, I'm going to give you an example of this. No, no, I'm not going to use that one. I'm going to wait on that one for fairies. So sometimes, you know, we don't have to participate. There's no waiting and it's automatic. Now, when it's not instantaneous and it's taking a long time, like longer than it really should, maybe it's time to pull back and think what's taking so long. Maybe it's time to write it out, W-R-I-T-E, with yourself. Like, is there a block? Am I putting up a block? And a block would be the feeling of that you don't really believe it, or maybe it's something you think you want and you're putting out to the universe, I really want this to happen, but you've made no space in your life for it. Or actually there's this undercurrent that you really, really, really don't want it. Maybe you don't want it. And so all of these internal thought patterns can block it from ex the experience existing, right? So you have to pay attention to your mindset. If your mindset's supposed to be pure and like, I know this is going to happen. I see it coming. I'm really excited. I'm eager for it to happen. I, I can't wait. You know, the joy of it is exciting. Um, not, I can't wait, cancel, cancel, but, uh, that it's really coming and I see it happening and believe it happening. You know, that's all good. But if you all of a sudden start having these like 
oh, I don't know. Maybe it's taken so long because I shouldn't get it. All those are negative thought vibrations going out to the world and going out to the cosmos and going out to your kind of dream catchers, if you will. So it's really about noticing if there's any blocks and really, really putting out to the universe what it is you want truthfully as what you want. Now, when you get hints or promptings from spirit, you have to follow them. You have to follow those little intuitive impulses, like I said um, before. This is all important in receiving. Sometimes too, we get things in increments so that we can get used to what's going to eventually happen. Or maybe um, there are times when we're trying to manifest and we go off path and realize it's not really what we want. Thank you for the gift, but I don't want it after all. I'm going to give you an example of this. This is really awful. Listen, I went and I studied, my undergrad was journalism and English. So it was mass communications. And then recently I decided I want to go to grad school. I want to go to grad school for creative writing because I think I want to do creative writing. I'm not going to do the... <laughs> wait for it. I'm not going to do the psychic stuff anymore. I want to be a creative writer. I'm tired of the psychic stuff. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. So I decided to apply for a graduate study and I applied at some really high-end schools. And I was like, nope, there's one I really want to get into. I know the one I want to get into. I'm going to get into that. And of course I got into it. I was really excited. I got into it. I tried it out and two things happened. One, I was like, wow, I don't want to be here. I don't want to actually put in the effort for this. I don't want to write what my mentor wants me to write about. And I feel kind of stuck. So there was a little bit of that dance going on. Like, ooh, crap. Um, maybe I don't want to write, you know, my personal story or whatever. The other part was... I just happened to dive deep into one of my detoxes, the heavy metal detox, because my brain was just not on board. And since I had discovered that I had heavy metal toxicity of lead and mercury in my body, I needed to detox. And I was like, all right, Con, you have a choice here. You know, you could either take the next two years and go to grad school and put in the effort, which I could, or you could stop and do your detox. And I thought, you know what? I can't put my detox off for two years. And so I stopped grad school. I withdrew. And <laughs> after about a month or so of the withdrawal, I was like, wow, I don't know that I really want to go back. I don't know. Because I'm one of those experiential people. I have to test the waters first and then go, do I really want to be here? So the reason I shared the story was it was a great manifesting story because I did get in. And then... Um, <laughs> Do you know what, what I didn't do because I didn't finish. I was like, Oh, all right. I'm going to really do this podcast full bore then, which is really what I think my soul calls me to do. Cause it's all in my astrological chart and it's in my, it's, it's my grace and ease and there we go. So, but it did allow me to walk down that road of like going to grad school. Now grad school is not totally out. I could always try to go back in the future if I really, really want to, but I have to decide if I really want to. Otherwise I'm just manifesting for the heck of it. And then I'm like giving up what I got, which we can do. We might often do that. I've done it in relationship. Like, oh, I want that person in my life. And then got that person in my life. And then I'm like, oh, maybe not so much. Um, and so, you know, same with careers, do it with careers and everything. So Sometimes we manifest and co-create and then we're like, oh, I'm not sure I want what I got. So I just encourage you to really discern what it is you're after. Now, the cool thing in the long run is because I'm a big fan of reinvention throughout my life and living multiple lives in one lifetime. I have definitely done that. The grade school, grade school, the graduate school, graduate study experience, um, was not a loss, right? Not a loss at all. So that was cool. So remember when I said contemplative meditation can come in handy while you're doing your manifestation 
uh, prospects or practice in your life, this is where it might come in handy. Contemplative time is to really ruminate deeply or think something through. So if you were to take your journal and your pen or whatnot, or your laptop, and make your list of things that you want, you might also question and really consider, contemplate, if you will, if there is space in your life for what it is you are trying to manifest. Like, is it the best time for grad school or the mate or relationship when you really like your single life? (laughs) You know, like, is there space in your life for it? And another thing that you can take into contemplative meditation time, and just by meditation, it just means focusing on it. So you could close your eyes and really look at yourself having it and seeing yourself having it and like, what would the blocks be? So you might also ask yourself, is the timing right for this experience? Now for me, I really wanted the MFA to happen because I was so tired of my detox program and the kids had been raised enough and were adulting enough that I could take time for me. And it just felt like the right time. Plus I felt like a, you know, I'd really made strides in my health and I wanted something for me. And that's why I applied for my MFA. But truly the timing was not right because I did have more detoxing to go and it was affecting my brain. So I couldn't sit down and write and read like I would need to for the rigorous program that it was, but I could most certainly podcast. And so in my contemplative time in regards to troubleshooting the manifestations that I had set forth and the goals and the dream, the dream alive, contemplative time was helpful because it can help you troubleshoot. Like, am I holding this back? Like, why is it taking so long? Am I holding this back? Or, you know, is the timing right? Or, you know, is there more to the story here? And just kind of contemplating, ruminating, really opening your heart, mind and saying, you know, I want to be connected to my source and truth, help guide me deeper knowing in regards to why this manifestation is not happening or is not happening as quick as I'd like it to be. So I just want to reiterate that sometimes the universe gives us things in increments so that we can um, get used to it, right? It's like kind of when I get channeled messages, when I'm delivering information to people or even definitely channeled messages where they flow through me and I have to kind of read the vibration of the information that's coming through to pass it along. Um, and it just comes a bit at a time, like taking steps, like one bit, then I deliver it, then the next bit. Same with, um, mediumship when I, talk to loved ones that have crossed and they start, sometimes they come the night before and I'm like, no, 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 not open. And like, can I please just tell you a couple of things? I'm like, okay, sure. Or I go looking for them the night before I go, are you going to show up tomorrow? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get some information. So I'm like, okay, cool. Good. This feels good. So it's the same as they can't tell me everything, right? Because I'll, you know, it's not mine to remember. So spirit's the same in the moments of manifesting as sometimes we get a little bit out of a time to make sure we're in, to make sure we're in, and then it all will unfold. Like, you know, I guess if you want money, that can um, come instantaneously or over a period of time, depending upon how you're putting it out there. (laughs) I remember there was a time three, two of my two dear friends and I decided we were going to manifest, we're going to manifest millions. And now is when I'll tell you about manifesting with others. And we're like, okay, yeah, let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. And then I was tuning in and one of us, I was like, you know what? I I don't want to manifest this with you because I don't think you believe we can get this. And this other person was like, yeah, I'm not so sure. I was like, okay, no, no, you're out. (laughs) You're out. Because listen, when you're manifesting with a group of people or even one other, you really all all have to be on board. Otherwise, go it alone. Needless to say, the other person and myself, we did great. But but that, you know, that's our journey. So just be aware when you're manifesting that if you're going to go in with someone else, like business partner, we want this to be successful or whatever, make sure you're both on the same page. <laughs> you both have to believe it. And, and, you, and, and sometimes you don't even have to believe that it's going to take hard work to get there. You just have to believe that the universe is going to take it on the wind and 
and your angels and your guides and your loved ones on the other side and God are just going to work the work at all so that it comes to you and comes through you, if you will. I know people that have gobs of money that take the money and use it for the good and distribute it and help other people while also still maintaining a healthy lifestyle. So this is beautiful. It's whatever you want to do, right? Okay. So about that vibrational thing, here's the deal. Again, it's just about any time you, th you think, let's say you've got something in mind, whether it's love or finances or the perfect house or perfect career or whatever. Um, although here's me, parenthetical aside, I'm always like careers can be expansive, you know, be okay with it being expansive. Maybe not the, I don't know. I just, anyway, they can shift and change and maybe it's for the better, right? So just be aware of that when you're trying to think, what is it that I really, really want, you know, oh, well, make me happy. Um, or maybe manifest happiness. Wouldn't that be fabulous? So anyway, the thing is, is once you have that in mind, then all I want you to do is put it out to the universe. This is what I want. Imagine it happening, see it happening, feel positive and stoked and believe Anytime you think about it, then you just let it go. And then, um, you know, go through your life like you do, it, it, kind of like I was with either taking the medicine or doing the paperwork on the kids or, um, you know, I just, or when I had to really do nothing other than stop at the yard sale, when I put it out there, this is what I want. I knew the universe was going to give it to me. I just would have had to be open to the signs, right? So it's just let it go. And then listen to the promptings. Anytime you think about what it is you want, then no matter what, just feel good, feel, feel it, see it happening, feel good, feel good about it. And then let it go again. Now, anytime you misfire and think, oh, that's not going to happen. Ooh, ooh, cancel, cancel. Remember that? <laughs> Remember that when you were young, cancel, cancel. Did you ever learn that? Maybe it's a Midwest thing. Cancel, cancel. It's when you cancel a thought like, oh, shoot, I don't want to think that. And so you cancel it to the universe. Cancel, cancel if you misfire. And then you release and you start again, right? This is really important. And again, don't share with others because they might sidetrack you or anything. So you got to feel it, right? It's going to be... um, It's going to be this belief factor that you just believe with your whole entire being. And then you're waiting for it to happen. You're, you're, you know, it's going to come to you. You know, it's going to come to you, right? You cannot doubt. You must trust. You must know it will come to you, right? I have also used visualization techniques in various times of manifesting in my life. Um, like when I wanted to go on a trip and the resources, the funds weren't there and I just knew I was supposed to go. So I was like, all right, I'm going, I don't know how the money's going to show up. I'm just going to go. And I kept visualizing. So what did I mean by that? Well, I would use all the senses of my soul awareness. Right. Um, and I would imagine, use my imagination, the imaginal realm. I would, um, imagine myself, what would it would feel like? being on the airplane to go, seeing all the people, smelling the dry air, um, you know, because this was one of my trips. I wanted to go to Egypt again, <laughs> Egypt so many times, I'm part African. And so, um, so it was really seeing myself there, feeling the warmth of the sun, um, seeing the beautiful people, just knowing the connection, it was going to happen. So this was me holding the vision of like, I see myself Get being there. I don't know how it's going to, I don't have to worry about the money. The money's going to flow, whatever, whatever. And sure enough, <laughs> poof, the money came through. I went on the trip and I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. So visualizing some people take it to, um, to any extreme, whether it's just a light thought, every time they think of what it is they want, they picture themselves, you know, in the car, or in the relationship or the best relationship, how they feel, how their heart feels. This is a, on the vibrational level of the experience, if you will, visualizing helps to bring that out, to project it as a vision and a, as a vibration out to the universe. This is what I want. This is what it's going to feel like. This is what I'm going to see, smell, hear, taste in the experience, all of these kind of things. So I have used visualization techniques before. Not always. Usually I'm telling you my main one is like 
That's what I want. I want that. Okay, universe, are you listening? I really want that. Can you, thank you so much. I know you're going to bring it to me. I'm thanking you in advance. Woohoo. Yay. Thanks. And then I let it go. And anytime I think of it, I see myself with it or I see myself having it happen, or I just know what's going to work out. I just believe it alive. Yeah. But otherwise visualization is cool. So anytime I think about it, then I believe it real. I don't doubt. Now, what if you want to put this towards a life plan, like a massive career change and it's overwhelm that is stopping you, right? It's overwhelm that is stopping you. If that's the case, then maybe sit down with your life plan and write out some steps. You can even ask for help from your guides and angels. If this is for my highest good, you can say that if you want. Otherwise, you can just say, this is what I'd like to have happen, right? And then um, help me with the steps, right? Help me with the steps. And then you can maybe write out what steps or what help you would need to have that business plan or that life plan come to fruition. And then... Um, ask for the right people to come into your life, ask for the right uh, classes that pop up or whatever it is that might be a part of it. If it's not an instantaneous plop you in the position, although that could be too. Um, ask, what should I, you could sit with your guides and say, okay, what should I ask for? Right. And then you have to follow the signs. This is so important following the little hits and signs because you could be driving along and spirit could be saying, you know, pull over there, go in there. And then you run across somebody that you're meant to run across or meet somebody or do something. And then boom, all of a sudden it all comes together, but it would never have happened if you didn't stop. So You've got this, right? Because I, I, you just you just know that the universe is out to help you. This is you're co-creating in this world, whether you realize it or not. So it's I'm trying to remind you to live a conscious life, live and co-create intentionally, right, with what you want to have happen for you. And then once you get fully on board with what it is you want, and you're clear and concise and empowered by it, like it's a powerful intention that you're putting out, the universe will conspire too. Remember that Goethe saying, um, boldness has life has genius, boldness and power in it or something. Once you decide, then the universe will come to and meet you. I mean, you remember I grew up Catholic. So God says, if you come to me, I'll run to you, you know, just turn in my direction, ask and it will be given, knock and the door will be opened. These are all real. <laughs> These are real. Catholic or not, people, this is just manifesting, right? This is the universe. Your, your life is meant to be one of happiness and fulfillment. And I really want you to start manifesting with a purpose. So you've sorted through your life. You've decided what you really want. You've put it out as a thought and a wish to the universe, directing those thoughts outside of yourself to God, to the cosmos, to all that is. This is what I want. And then you believe it as happening and you let it go. And any time you start thinking of that thing again, you only see it happening for you. You keep seeing it coming. You keep seeing it happening. You don't have any doubt, none whatsoever, right? This is why you have to be careful if you're going to try to manifest with another person, a business partner, a mate, a friend, whatever. You both have to be positive. If one doubts in their own private mind, in their own private time, it will go off course. You're screwed. Won't work. <laughs> Won't work. So, um, God, I'm listening. I'm hearing my dad laughing in the background. So, what are some other ways that uh, that we need to troubleshoot, like in case something's not happening? Like you thought you had it, you put it out there to the universe just in a wish, right? Like, oh, I really want this, directing that thought to God. This is what I want. I'm really excited. This is how I want my life to unfold or this area of my life. And you believe it and everything and you just, it's not happening. And so what other things can you look at? So 
Because you're putting it out as a thought projection, uh, as a vibration, really, because everything is energy, right? And we are putting that out as a thought vibration. And every time we have a thought, it leaves us as a vibration. Don't forget, you know, <laughs> clear audience, remember when I was teaching you thinking conversation occurs in your mind and in your thought process? That's the same tools you use to talk to God and the universe and your angels. So any of those thoughts that you're projecting out, sometimes, I hate to say it like this, but sometimes your angels listen in, right? Mostly, I, I mean, I'll tell you more about the angelic realm when we get there, the angelic realm. But mostly, you know, they're helpful workers with us, especially if it's for our highest good. And especially if we're aligned to do something that's, um, for the greater good on the planet. But for the most part, they, you know, we go along our life and they'll intervene when we might get into trouble or something, but they'll also <laughs> so kind of eavesdrop. So if you're sitting there thinking, I really want a new car and I really want it for, I want it free. Let's say that. Let's just be like, I want a new car. I want it for free. But meanwhile, somewhere in your thought process, you're saying, oh, it's probably not going to happen. Okay, wait, cancel, cancel. I want a new car and I want it for free. And then you're thinking, maybe I should start looking for a car that's a low price. Right there, you are discrediting and discounting that whole vibrational frequency of manifesting a free car, a new car, whatever it is that you're after. So you have to pay attention to your inner thoughts and even those any any subconscious beliefs like maybe I'm not worthy or this is crazy or you know anytime you have those kind of thoughts that too is like you're telling your guardian angels no no never mind I don't want it it's I don't want to be crazy because if I'm, I believe this then I'm crazy oh I'm not good enough. And then they're dealing with, oh, they don't think they're good enough. Okay, so maybe we're not supposed to give them this. Are we supposed to give them this? You know, they're not going to overrule what we're putting out to them as a desire. We overrule the desire by how we think. So that's why I'm telling you, sometimes it might be a good idea to kind of write out as an exercise, what are your subconscious rules and beliefs that you're you've been living by? Listen, this should be its own podcast, right? <laughs> right? Like, did you grow up in your house where, like, let's say you're trying to manifest the perfect shape, the perfect health body for you, not for anybody, but for you. And so, but maybe you grew up in a household where the repetitive way of being or the repetitive thought pattern or the repetitive conversation was, oh, we always diet or, um, oh, we always struggle with our weight. And same with work. Oh, well, you have to work hard to get money. I remember one time I was told, don't you know you'll always be in debt? I was told that. And I turned around at age whatever, how old I was, and said, that might be your journey, but that's not my journey. People, I am not in debt. Okay? So <laughs> just saying, you know, it, I put that powerful force out to the universe. There's several powerful things that I usurped in my upbringing as no, that's not going to be true for me. So maybe look at what was kind of the unspoken belief system in your family. This is an extra thing that you could do if you want, if you find that the manifesting is not happening, that maybe there's this undercurrent in your internal mind chatter or your subconscious belief that is maybe um, running ripshod. Is that the right word? Uh, um, really messing up your manifesting ability. Okay. I remember there was a string in my life where I was having older men attracted to me, you know, by nine years, 12 years, whatever. <laughs> I remember consciously putting out to the cosmos, like, no, 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 wait a minute. I want to date someone my own age. And I want someone to ask me like within days, this guy, Kurt asked me out. And I was like, wait, how old are you? <laughs> he was like a year older than me. I was like, woohoo. Yes. I'll go out with you. It's fast, people. It's really fast. And it's about building a rapport, if you will, with the universe. Now, for you, that to me, I say the universe because you can just put it out. 
to like, I'm directing this to the universe, whoever's listening to whoever's helping me out, you know, whatever, or you can go directly to God or your guardian angels or whatever. It's pretty fabulous, but you know, just kind of work on some small things and then work on big things and see how it goes. Feel your way through your life and notice any, um, you know, back chatter that you've got going on that is messing things up. All right. Because it's a really, you can't help but see, I'm, I'm trying to hone you in. This is why I did Vipassana right before this, a recap of Vipassana is to pay attention and kind of get hold of your mind, right? So that you live a conscious life and notice and pay attention to your thoughts so that you're living in an intentional life so that when you're co-creating, you can have, um, manifesting, uh, abundance occur. Do you know, <laughs> okay. Oh, I hate, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I have gone up and down yo-yoing in my weight in my life. Now, listen, I'm going to share with you. No, I'm not. You know, I went through trauma as a kid. And as soon as I realized the trauma, my weight went up and down and up and down and up and down because I could lose it. And so I was always like, I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. And then, <laughs> then one time I was like, I'm really good at losing weight. And then I thought, Constance, knock this off. Just manifest the desired weight that you want to be and watch your life unfold. Right. Um, and so that's important too, is like noticing how you talk to yourself. And when I was younger, living in a resort community, housing could be really tricky for people. But I had a girlfriend and I, and we would always say, we have great housing karma. We have great housing karma. People, <laughs> I used to get the best deals on housing, where unbelievable deals, like crazy, crazy low prices I was paying for my housing in a resort community. It was unheard of, but that's because I have good housing karma. So what do you want to start saying for yourself? You know, it's easy for me to be fit. I have the, I have the best boyfriend. I have the best girlfriend. I have the best life. I have all the money I could ever want. Um, I get a new car every year. I always buy fly, fly first class. What are some things that you want to start rolling in your belief pattern. Now, when I was younger and all through up until recently, when I was just kind of manifesting because I was manifesting, it was just pure desire. Like I want this, I want my business to do this. I need this in my life. I want that in my life. And I just put it out to the universe and it would come really <laughs> just everything would come. I tell you, God spoils me, but I, I know, you know, we work well together. I do things for God. God does things for me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I did consecrate my life. But that's not it. I'm just saying um, that the universe, like um, Gute said, you know, the, 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 what did, I'm going to look that up right now. Until one is committed, there is hesitancy. The chance to draw back always ineffectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative and creation, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans, that the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. Gute said that, and I could not agree more. I have learned this in my life, and I want to share it with you. So if you take nothing from this whole long manifesting podcast, take this, <laughs> just take this. Know what you want. Make sure you want it for sure. Put it as if you're speaking it out to the entire universe. Just imagine in your thought, sending it out to the entire universe. I really want this right down to a T if you want, like red convertible Mustang, whatever. Put it out there. You can even say thank you in advance for it happening. And then expect it and wait for it to happen. But don't, don't wait, wait. Just know that it's going to happen. And when it happens, be stoked. That's the easy way. That's the way I've done it. You just believe it and don't let anything stop you from believing. So, again, sometimes manifesting the return to you can happen instantaneously. Sometimes it's something that can take over time, whether it can be because you're holding it back and like me, you know, not getting the house that spirit wanted me to get that actually was the right house <laughs> for my space to work out if I work out of a house. Um, 
or it could take time because things have to line up. You know, you might be wanting the perfect office manager or something and that that person has to get in your sphere and maybe the gathering that you're going to be at is next Wednesday and you're supposed to say, hey, what do you do for a living? And they're like, oh, I'm an office manager, but I'm looking for a new job. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> that's perfect for me. This kind of stuff that works for me in real life, by the way. Um, it, it, manifesting can be participatory where you have to get involved, where spirit sends you signs, inklings, um, soul awarenesses that lead you to do something or that actually you, it's about you opening your mouth to meet that person across the street, you know, that you always see walking their dog the same time you're walking your dog and ends up that that's your, going to be your new future spouse, whatever, anything, you know what I'm saying? Or it could be that the manifesting happens and you don't have to participate or not. You just put it out there and then it happens to you. Like, you know, I put it out there that I wanted to learn something and someone contacted me. I wanted to make money off my podcast and <laughs> within a few weeks, someone reached out and said, hi, I want to tithe and give you all this money for your podcast because you helped my work. You've helped my life. And I'm like, oh my God, sweet. I didn't even have to ask. That was sweet. So it's just magic, right? Manifesting is magic. Don't put any constraints. Don't, don't. The thing about manifesting, it's presents and gifts from the heaven. You've asked, God delivers or the universe delivers. And if you go looking for it, or if you, without being, you know, prompted to go do something, if you think, oh, when's it going to happen? Well, that's frustration. Don't put the energy of frustration in it. But what I'm saying is, is spirit loves to make us giggle and laugh. And that's what co-creation, that happens in co-creation. Because when it starts, you start getting showered with gifts that you're like, oh my God, this is miraculous. Like, how did this even happen? You know, even though you've put it out as a request to the cosmos. And then when it comes back, God wants to make you laugh. Your guardian angels love it when you're just cracking up and enjoying and enjoying. And that's what co-creating is. It's, you know, I imagine I didn't birth the child, but I imagine it's like when someone gives birth to a child and they're like, oh my God, this, we made this, you know, this came from our body or our connection or our love or whatever. It's the same thing. You know, manifesting is the same thing. So I'm really excited for you to enjoy the joy that it brings. So I do know that there are, for me, different ways of actually asking or different states of mind or different states of awareness that I can be in when I'm asking. All my life, because I've connected with spirit, I know that when I'm asking outright, I know that I connect with spirit to do it. So how I want you to, to tell you to do that for you is you could go into meditation and um, you know, say, close eyes, turn the phone off, all that stuff. Close your eyes, ask to be connected to the highest source of truth, light, and love. I want to be connected to God. I'm asking for this. I'm just really wanting this thing. Please bring it to me. See it in my life. You know, you're not really begging though. So it's not really a, it's just a, it's a desire. I, I'd like this, you know, you'll, I want you to be prompted by the words that come through you. I really want this. I really need this. I'd really love this. Thank you in advance, whatever. So you can get into a meditative state to ask that, or you can just ask. You don't ask yourself in your mind. You ask the cosmos. So what would that look like? You can, those of you that pray anyway, just ask God in prayer or ask your guardian angel if, you know, some of you aren't interested in, or not, 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 um, aligned with that whole God concept. So cosmic all, the universe, um, all that is, that provides everything, you know, the air we breathe, the, you know, the food on the planet, the connectivity. I really want this. Thank you in advance. Thank you. Thank you. And every time you think about it, see it coming to you, feel yourself in the new car, see yourself in the relationship, feel the love that exudes from it, that experience. Or like I said, put the wish out there and know that it's going to come. Trust, believe it's going to come and then laugh your ass off when it does. And then you just get to be part of the co-creation. So <laughs> I think I should stop there. I am excited for you. 
And um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for trusting me to carry you on this manifesting journey. And I may try to, um, I might try to read what else is out there to see if I would tweak mine in any way. I don't know that I would tweak mine, but I'd love to know how, what else is out there compares how to other people, how other people have manifested. But I do want you to know that once you're fully on board with something, the universe can't wait to give it to you, you know? That I know for sure. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. Okay, that's the real end of this segment because this has been really long, this episode. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you. Have a fabulous day and happy co-creating. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.